This is episode 643 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about Verlay Swing, and that's pretty much it in terms of new things I've been playing. I have, of course, been playing Wolfenstein The New Order for Attack the Backlog. I can talk about that for a bit. I think I'm about halfway through one of the storylines or whatever, because You have that branching path in the very beginning where you choose to save this person or that person and then you play the game and I don't know how different it is, so maybe I'll play through it again. Or maybe I won't, and I'll get to that when I get to that. I've also just randomly decided to play... Not random. I don't know why I said randomly. I haven't randomly decided to play this game and this game and this game. I noticed that with... I think this is only for Game Pass subscribers. The Microsoft Rewards section gives you bonuses for completing so-and-so achievements in this game or that game and so i've played a bunch of random games just to get microsoft reward points even though i just found out apparently i haven't gotten the the message back from customer support but i saw a thing on reddit that there's a limit to how many points you can redeem in a calendar year and i have apparently already done that i'm guessing from the notification I got when trying to redeem some stuff on my Xbox. I tried doing it on a website and on a on the website, not a website, on the website, and it would just bring up an error page that says, I'm sorry, there's some kind of problem with your account or the page or whatever. So I'm looking forward to hearing back from them and hearing that I can't redeem any more points for the rest of the year, for half the year, because I'm such a great customer that I rack up so many points that I should be punished because of this. Some old bullshit. I could see, you know, when they have promotions or whatever, only allowing me to redeem so and so many points, but saying I can only redeem so many in a calendar year, get out of here. That's bull shit. I can't help it. Um, so yeah, that happened. I don't even think I've redeemed that many points this year, but I think I had a lot stored up from last year. So even still, I don't think I hit that ceiling, but whatever. So before I start talking about what I've been playing, because I'm already rambling enough, I have been thinking about, over the last few days, upgrading my capture setup because what I'm currently using for capturing game footage is the Elgato Game Capture HD. Just the original HD that has a limit of 1080p, 30fps. And they released, however many years ago, the HD60, which can do 1080p 60fps, which is the one I'm looking at, though that one, I guess, has been discontinued as well, or they don't sell it anymore. They replaced it with the inferior HD60S, which seems to be streaming-focused and therefore not for me. I don't know why they... I guess I understand why, because streaming is such a big thing, but why they replaced it and don't just have both of them together. Like, they could have the hd 60 and the HD60S, which is the streamer, quote-unquote streamer edition. And what I don't like about the S is that it 
removes the hardware integrated decoder, encoder, whatever. And more importantly, if I did choose to stream, because I just found out that my HD and the HD60 and every other version of the Elgato Game Capture, the, the Pro as well, all of them except the S, I believe, has this master copy thing that I didn't know exists. I was trying to find a way of getting this to work months ago, and that's why I stopped streaming. I was going to stream everything I played for Attack the Backlog, but then I noticed that when I am streaming at a low quality, when I'm capturing the footage, it captures the stream quality and not the raw footage. Though, if I just toggled one option, then it would create a master copy while streaming so that I could stream in the low quality, the 720p, uh, whatever, 30 FPS. But then I could capture at the high, the highest setting. So, Learning about that changes things in terms of my potential streaming future, but also that makes the HD60S even less desirable. I already wasn't that interested in it because of the lack of the hardware integrated encoding, but knowing that I can't utilize that functionality means it is 100% a streaming device because the thing it does that the HD60 doesn't do. The one thing it does is that it works over USB 3.0 and instead of having a few second delay from what you see on the screen and what you see in the software, it's like a few frames, I guess. So it's almost instant. And I guess that's important for streamers or big time streamers, whatever. I'm someone who cares more about capturing high quality footage so that I can make high quality-ish videos. I like to think that the Attack the Backlog series is of a medium quality. I don't know. I, I can't judge my own stuff. You can tell me what you think of the quality of the videos. Um, I don't remember I mentioned this, but with the, the Call of Duty one, the last one, there's a scene where I talk about the ending or the ending after the ending. And I couldn't find where I saved that little bit I captured. So I ended up recording a bit from YouTube, someone else's YouTube video via OBS. And then I put that in the video and it looks significantly, uh, noticeably worse than the rest of the video. But it, it worked out so well in terms of the syncing and everything that I was happy with it. And then after I had already, uh, you know, finished the video, uploaded and all that, I found the raw footage. I'm like, ha son of a bitch. And it was after the fact where I couldn't even redo it all because I deleted all the other videos and the Premiere file and everything. I was like, oh. It is what it is. It's not like it looks terrible or anything. And it, I, I think it, I make up for it with how well it is in sync with what I'm saying. And it was almost on accident that that ended up happening, but it worked out very well. But um, I'm thinking about getting that even though it's only, I mean, like I can't get it through an actual store or anything. I get it through Amazon, through third-party sellers or used on ebay or amazon as well used um there's also a refurb edition which hit or miss with refurbs so yeah i'm just trying to 
think if I want to spend the money on it because uh, the videos would be nicer, yes, but it is just a hobby after all, <laughs> what I'm doing here. Uh, it's not like it's a, a fortune or anything, but it's every little dollar here and there counts. I could use that money on buying a lot of shitty games that I could then play for Attack the Backlog thing. See, I'm thinking, I'm thinking smart there, eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, I am highly considering finally upgrading to the HD60. Another thing that makes me hesitant, though I guess I could have them both. I don't know if I can have them both connected at the same time if that would just make the capture software i get i'm not sure if you can pick in the elgato specific capture software the input device i don't know if you can or not but if you can i guess that would alleviate that problem but the biggest difference for the hd and the hd60 is that the HD60 is HDMI only, whereas with the HD, it has the ability to take in a component cables and, co and composite cables, I think. Um, like it, it, it can record PS3 footage, which the 60 can't because of the, what is it, HDCP or whatever, that whole thing that I guess you can get around that through certain splitters but i don't want to deal with that in part because it seems like all I, I don't have a splitter unless i'm thinking no i have a switcher right i think i always get confused between the two but i don't want to have another thing to plug in and just one thing to plug in so that i can use the ps3 through another thing but if i can have them both set up at the same time that would alleviate that problem um but yeah something i've been thinking about because i noticed with a few of my videos that the the end product looked a little choppy and i don't know if that was because it was at 30 frames per second what i recorded at and all that but i don't like that i don't like seeing that so i, I would like to put out the highest quality stuff I can and yeah though at this point with how far in the future I'm getting in terms of the cushion I'm building it would be a while before anyone saw a 60 FPS video of attack the backlog uh, anyway even if I got if I got it today you wouldn't see a video that had 60 FPS for like three months um but yeah so Verlay Swing, to finally get to what I've been playing. Verlay Swing is a first-person Spider-Man swinging game, essentially. Um, you are swinging through these very colorful, abstract-heavy environments. A lot of pastel colors going on in them. A lot of cool colors. And it is... Uh, Okay, I'm playing on Xbox One. It would probably feel better on PC. The thing about it that both adds to the game and in a way takes away is that 
you can't touch any surface. So you will know there, there are certain surfaces you can attach your grapple, whatever it is, to, and some you can't. The ones you can are typically white or off-white. Um, and there are surfaces later on, like these bouncy ball things that you can touch and interact with that will just bounce you around like crazy. But for the most part, you can't interact with any of the objects other than swinging off of them. If you touch them in any way, uh, you will die and you have to restart from the very beginning. And in some of the levels, things will change the environment, will change drastically um, right before you're about to touch them. Like they have these, uh, what is it, the Easter, it's not Easter Egg Island, but the, those giant heads, they have things that look like them that will break apart when you get really close to them, which when you first plan through it, it can be a bit, not startling, but uh, tense in terms of how you're going to get around that without touching anything. Um, but yeah, it's, I played through the first area and maybe about half of the second area. It's all right. It's all about getting through the area as quick as possible. I do appreciate that in a lot of the levels there are more than one way. There are more than there's more than one way to get to the end goal because you're trying to get to like this glowing blue orb at the end of each level and you're graded on time only. I don't think you're graded on anything else. So it's all about getting there as fast as possible. And you can find ways to cheese around the system like you can there'll be a giant wall and maybe you'll find a way to get over the wall or you can swing around it uh the swinging feels pretty good uh, actually i i really like the way it feels it's just that having to worry about touching surfaces of any kind can get a bit frustrating it never got so frustrating that i wanted to turn the game off i still kept going and going and going so i i didn't find it too frustrating i guess in thinking about it but it did give me a few uh, moments of significant annoyance when i was trying to get through certain parts especially when i would figure out how to get to the orb but then there would be some kind of thing i would have to really work my way through and it would just take more tries and I would like and sometimes they're just stupid things where it's like okay the end is inside a toilet that has these gray dolphins swimming around it and they don't seem to be going anywhere near it but I'm falling down right towards it and I don't think I'm going to hit the dolphins but then I ended up hitting the dolphins apparently and whatever you know there's sometimes dolphins just swimming in the sky and shit like that it's neat but I don't know when I finish it, I don't think I'm going to have much desire to go through it again and beat my times. But, uh, yeah. It's alright. It's alright. I don't know. I feel like I really took the wind out of my sails talking about all that shit in the beginning of the episode. It's a verlet swing, which I don't, I don't know what the whole verlet thing is. Um... I googled it and it came up with relay integration, which the first video I watched had a guy talking about, 
you know, if you drop a ball, how long will it take to hit the floor or something? So I guess that has something to do with that. So maybe relay swing is like, if you don't swing, how long will it take until you hit the ground? Because if you hit the ground, you die too. Is that what it's about? I don't know. But it, it looks all right. I will say about the visuals is that when you're swinging through the environment, it's pretty cool because of the colors and all that and, and the craziness and abstract nature of the things you're seeing. But if you just stop and look at the level of detail in the environment and the texture quality and stuff like that, then you're like, oh, this doesn't look that great. But that's not a big problem. It's just something I noticed and thought was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but then uh, I've been playing through Wolfenstein New Order. Uh, I've probably played about three and a half hours, three hours, 45 minutes. And I do not like it. I don't want to go so far as to say I hate it because it's functional as a shooter it works the shooting feels okay but i'm not enjoying it i don't give a shit about the story there are some really weird visuals in terms of the faces of characters that are really off-putting some of the stuff that i have to do is annoying there was a whole thing where i had to be stealthy which i hated and it didn't make any sense because in non-stealthy missions, if I come up to an enemy, whether I'm facing them or uh, behind them, if I melee them, it counts as a, a kill right away. But then in this stealth mission, if I wasn't coming up from behind them and there were certain moments where I had to interact with somebody head on, it would just turn into a mash-a-thon where they would be smacking me on like the left side of my neck and then I would be stabbing them on the, the right side of their neck until one of us was dead. And I didn't like that. Um, the shotgun is not at all satisfying. And I know a lot of people like to say a shooter is only as good as a shotgun. And if you believe that, I think you could be disappointed with Wolfenstein. Or maybe you love the New Order shotgun. I found it to be very disappointing and lacking impact and it, it felt way less powerful than I, I would like it to be I, I enjoyed it not at all there are these flying drone enemies too that are just a pain in the ass that just take your health away and i hate them and yeah it'll be a fun episode to record when i record it so yeah that is wolfenstein the new order and then other than that I played a little bit of Gears of War Judgment, and I realized I apparently never played Gears of War Judgment. I don't know what I played. I thought I played Judgment, but I guess I didn't. Was there a demo out there? Because I, I, or maybe this was in Gears of War Three, and I thought it had to do with Judgment, or it was like some DLC thing for Gears of War Three that tied in. And I don't, I don't know. But I could have sworn I played something where I was playing as Beard or whatever the hell his name is. And I was going through like a courtroom or a courthouse. And I thought that was judgment. Is that not judgment? Is that Gears of War 3? I don't know. I'm very confused now as to how I managed to never play judgment all this time. And somehow thought I did. But the little bit I played the first few levels, they seemed alright. I like this challenge system or whatever is in place in the game where you can come across the gears logo basically spray painted on a wall and like smoke's coming off of it 
and it'll bring up like some memory or something. And if you choose to accept it or whatever, I forget what they're called, but it'll change the rest of the level for you and make getting stars better because there's like this star system and score system going on. And when you do this, it can make all of these enemies into explodey enemies or make all these other things explodey. Or in the second level, it has it uh, some kind of story thing going on where an enemy is going to use a hammer of dawn, a super powered hammer of dawn. And you only have four minutes to clear the level from that point. So you can choose to accept that and you'll gain stars faster, but then you'll have to speed through the level because you only have four minutes to finish it. So I really like that system. I think that's really cool and fun. And yeah, it seems like a fucking gears of war game. I don't, get what the hell the problem was i i mean maybe it's a story thing but if you were playing gears for the story then you're not me i did not give a shit about any of the story in any of the gears games all the stuff that happened in three where people were crying over it fucking i didn't give a shit when uh whatever not marcus phoenix but the other dude dom he dies right and he also is it in three where he sees his dead wife or something too he finds a casket or whatever oh my dead wife and people are like, oh, tear. Who fucking gives a shit? These are all stupid characters. They could all die or live. I don't care. Whatever. Um, yeah. Speaking of Gears, I was really disappointed to not see Gears Tactics at E3. I don't remember if I mentioned that, but I'm, I'm way excited about that. I'm, I'm, I'm way more excited about Gears Tactics than 5 or Pop. Of course, I'm not excited about Pop. But yeah, I played some Judgment. I played a little bit of City Skyline, which, whatever. It's it's definitely not the ideal way to play it with a controller. I also played some uh, Zoo Tycoon, which looks like something I could really get into. Because without Connect integration, and you just have an avatar, and you go around the zoo, and you're tycooning it up, you're building exhibits, and getting animals, and you can, you can get right up to animals and look at them. I think I could finally get in the Zoo Tycoon. Seems like my jam. Uh, I played a little bit of the Turing Test, which is a puzzle game like Cube or Portal or whatever. Not mechanically, but in that same sense where you go into a room, you have to figure out the puzzle, then you go into a hallway, you go into another room, and you do this for an area, and then you'll move on to another area and and whatnot. Seemed fine. Uh, I like the puzzles. They weren't too difficult to figure out in the very beginning through, through the first area. Uh, but that, that was just all right. Then what else did I play? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just excited to get through Wolfenstein, the new order. And then I think my next game after that will be Life is Strange Before the Storm. Because if I get like four achievements in Life is Strange... I'll get 400 points. 400 points, which I can use on nothing because I can't spend them. Bastards. But, yeah. I think, therefore, I am. There was a, an actual game I was thinking about playing after that. I'm not sure. I really wish, or I hope, these Splinter Cell games go on sale at some point because I was ready to buy all of them. I probably would have purchased all the Splinter Cell games for original Xbox if they were 10 bucks a piece. But when I found out that they're all 15 bucks, I had to put on the brakes and say, hold the phone, buddy. 
that's a bit much. You want me to pay 60 bucks for all these old games? And I don't get anything out of it? I mean, they look nicer, but you're not giving me achievements or anything? I don't think so. So, I'll wait. And those have a, a better likelihood of going on sale at some point, so I'm fine waiting. But I would love to play through. The, I'd never played the single player of any Splinter Cell outside of, I think, Double Agent. I played a bit of Conviction, but I'm pretty sure I finished Double Agent, which is a really fascinating game in the way it was cross-gen because they had the next-gen version that was on the 360 and I think PS3. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But then they had the original Xbox version, and they were different. I think the original Xbox version had a more traditional spies versus mercs mode, whereas the double agent on 360 had a co-op spies mode that didn't follow the campaign but had its own campaign. It was really interesting how those two were actually different and not just the same game, but one is a little prettier than the other. But yeah, I I would... I love, Spies vs. Merc is still one of the best multiplayer modes ever created. And I think with original Xbox games, you can still access multiplayer. If, if you can't, then they really shouldn't be charging 15 bucks for these games as the regular price because that is a huge part of those games. And without being able to access Spies vs. Merc, it would make every single one of those games significantly less interesting but I, w- I would like to replay or, or play through those single player at some point so yeah that, that, that's it it's a good place to end it i haven't been watching anything of note i might start watching i might give kidding a shot that show with jim carrey that looked like a mr rogers-esque thing with more drama so that could be all right Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Krishnaz. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or attack the backlog, you can go over to YouTube. YouTube. You can go over to YouTube, but it would be better if you went over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watched them there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. And if you see something you like, Click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.